When you're thinking about self-love, do you think about yoni steams, massages, spa days, mani panties, all that stuff that feel good, right? All of that stuff that you can look at yourself like, uh, I want to change my hair. Um, I don't like how my nails look. They're looking busted. Like, girl, I need to do me a face mask, right? We think about these things when we bring up self-love and like taking care of yourself, right? But what if you really need it internally? Like something is missing. Like you already have all of those things or you may be the prettiest or you may have the most or you may just be satisfied, right? But what if there's something still missing that you know is like internal? What if it's harder to get out of bed that day? Self-love is like this little spark inside that then grows into this beautiful campfire making all of your other emotions comfy and snug. Feelings of inadequacy, fear, abandonment, worth all come from a place of low levels of self-love, which is almost adequate to our self-esteem. So when you allow yourself the room to look deep into these emotions and understand where the feeling of lack is coming from, be able to self-soothe internally and i can give you some examples so we usually find ourselves to be beautiful happy with ourselves and our looks because all in all we really know that looks aren't everything and what truly matters is your soul within but we usually find ourselves content happy and proud you know even feeling sexy about ourselves when there's a high level of self-love when there's a lack we can be um, hard on ourselves look in the mirror and think we're not good enough we're ugly You know, when our partners tell us we're beautiful, no, you know, our friends, you're beautiful, we don't believe them. And sometimes may say something, sometimes when someone else may say something negative to us, this can have a real negative, long lasting effect on us and our self-esteem. And relationships will be affected by that because you'll start projecting, you know what I mean? Projecting how you feel, projecting your emotions, already assuming someone feels away, but that really probably isn't even reality. So... What I really suggest is doing shadow work. On my personal journey, shadow work has definitely helped me. And some of you may not know what shadow work is or, you know, may want to know a little bit more. So shadow work is really just taking your journal and dumping all of your repressed, negative, all kind of emotions out on them. We bring these deep emotions to the surface, we acknowledge, and then we release them. Sis, bro, you can literally write this stuff down and burn it. I suggest you go to a Kroger Dollar Tree, buy a $1 notebook, take it, write, I'm letting go of, boom, 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 and get really real with yourself. Like, make this, put this journal in a place where no one is going to see it. Don't go talking about your shadow work if you don't want to. You know what I mean? This is your personal journal. You can really write what you feel in there. And then you can be like, hmm, well, I feel anxious or I feel jealous and this is coming from the way my mother raised me or my father, you know, uh, projected or, or perceived me. And instead of being like, yeah, well, I do remember those things and, I, and, I'm, and I'm getting extremely angry about it. You can be like, yeah, I do remember those things. Oh, bingo, lights going off. Let me see how I can approach these things from a different perspective. It's almost like your inner child is waiting for you to acknowledge them and change or talk to them and give them advice. So really just look at it like that. Like, how can I heal my inner child? How can I acknowledge these negative experiences and emotions, bring them to the surface, and change my perspective on them? So I highly suggest you do some shadow work.
So my love, grab your notebook and reflect, reflect, reflect on how maybe your mom or dad are mirrors of why you don't feel valued or enough because they literally told you you weren't. And baby, that's not true. You are everything and have to realize our parents are fighting battles or have been fighting battles. They don't even act like exist, but that is not who you are. And there's no excuse for that. You know, I just want you to realize you are amazing and your worth will never come from anyone else telling you you are or aren't worthy so do you see how i just genuinely uplifted you there that is how you should speak to yourself in your shadow work journal act as if your younger self is venting to you and you're here to heal them so maybe you don't feel pretty enough handsome enough or maybe it's a repressed emotion from possibly being bullied or in competition with others Maybe you're pulling up value from what you can provide for others, but don't even provide yourself that same care and love, so you feel drained. Maybe you're in a relationship and you have a loving, amazing partner and still feel unworthy or unsatisfied or even ashamed. Maybe you're losing yourself in this relationship and only making them a priority. We don't realize how freeing it feels to acknowledge these emotions and how writing them down and releasing them helps because we can really end these cycles. Therapy is um, also needed for certain individuals. And I actually request for and I, I, I represent for everyone to go to therapy, especially my black people, because I don't know what it is about us and our culture and what's just driven us so away from therapy. But when you find the right therapist, there's nothing wrong with talking because let me be for real. Sometimes writing your journal may not be enough for you going through whatever you're going through. Maybe it may be a bit much to put on your friend or on your significant other, depending on the severity of the situation. So therapy and a therapist is always a person that can be there to listen to you and help you through things. And even a hypnotherapist, like different versions of therapy really can allow you to release and talk about the things you need to talk to with the person who whose job it is to really walk you through that. So let's jump right into seven ways to walk in self-love. Step number one, you are unbothered and do not limit yourself or get upset when you see others walking in their purposes or bro, or just living their best life. When you get on these social media sites or talk to your friends, hear or see these beautiful highlights, you're easily able to compliment or positively acknowledge and move on. When you lack self-love, maybe you're pessimistic. Maybe you're wondering why that can't be you or you're comparing yourself. Like, hmm, why can't I have that? Or why don't I have that body? I'm going to the gym, I'm working hard. Maybe you should, instead of asking those questions and getting jealous and mad, maybe you should journal why are you comparing yourself to others or instantly looking for the bad in them. This mindset can come from your environment. Maybe the people you know or you're around treat you like that. Our mind seems to reflect what we put onto others or what is put into us. So take some time to see where this is coming from. Feel your emotions and move to a place realizing how can I change this behavior and start to embrace others and be yourself in a way that is so genuinely freeing. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You know, you're worrying about yourself. You're encouraging and lifting yourself up. And that's one of the most beautiful things. 
A second way that you're walking into your self-love journey is you trust yourself and your intuition, which is that gut feeling. You know, you're at a place, you're like, hmm, something ain't right. The energy is off. You're not convincing yourself or allowing others to convince you to stay somewhere where you know energetically this is not right for you. You know this person or this guy or this girl is moving shady or saying something something funny. Instead of just sitting there and, and taking it and maybe... Maybe they're not saying it like that. No, damn well they're saying it like that. Or no, damn well this energy is filling off. Or no, damn well you ain't supposed to be here. Instead of staying, you're getting up, you're leaving. You're not wondering what does somebody else feel about you doing what's best for you. You're not wondering what are they going to think about you. Why would you care? You are catering to yourself and that your intuition talking to you. So you're trusting yourself and your intuition because your intuition is always going to save you. What do you do when your body shows you physical signs that you're stressed? You can't sleep, you're having anxiety attacks, you're anxious, you're losing weight uncontrollably, right? Take some real time to self-reflect or journal, read, and stretch. You need to make your body and your mind important to you. Don't be up all times of the night and all times of the morning just scrolling on Instagram, put that phone down, do you a face mask, drink you some water with some lime in it, do mirror affirmations, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch, I'm that nigga, whatever you need to do, you know what I'm saying, we put so much time into these apps and and looking cute for the gram and, and, and maybe even presenting ourselves to the world, but what about what do you do for you? When you're at home, do you just put on anything, feel any type of way, and just get into the bed? Or do you get into the bath and you put rose petals or your your favorite bath bomb or, you know, rub your body down very, very slowly with coconut oil and your favorite perfume or cologne and you look at yourself in the mirror and you admire yourself and you got on your face mask and you're wrapping your hair up, you light a candle you're putting your phone on silent so for some time to yourself, no notifications, no phone calls, no straining your eyes to the brink that they're bloodshot red, you know. You're taking this time to silence your mind, listen to your thoughts, and drift off into sleep so you can prepare yourself for the next day. Or are you ignoring it and your health is declining and you're allowing people and yourself to stress you out? Don't make excuses because... This, you'll be the same person scrolling all day on all night on Instagram, calling the phone for that, answering the phone for that sneaky link. Take that time to yourself. For real. So the third way that we know we are walking in self-love is you're able to form and adhere to your boundaries. So let me give you an example of adhering to your boundaries. Number one is knowing your limit what you can and can't tolerate and being able to clearly and calmly communicate that. And you don't have to meet that with anger. Let's say you're always giving your homegirl money or always giving your homegirl rides or always letting your homegirl or your homeboy come borrow something or come up to your spot, right? You've gotten so used to, and maybe you're this passive type of person or this person who's afraid of conflict, right? You've gotten so used to the things that they do and you've never just, you've never just, I don't want to say check, but lack of better words, you never checked it. You're just like, okay, well, she said she'll give it to me next week, four weeks ago. I'm going to just wait and wait and wait. But no, 
sometimes people think people are raised so differently from us. We don't understand how different people's mindsets are. So maybe she thinks it's okay to just, or he thinks it's okay to just do what he do, borrow what he borrow, get what she get, do what she wants, say how she want to say things because that's the way they are. That's the way they're raised or no one has told them better. Or they just don't understand your boundary. You know, people are not in our heads. So we can meet that with a quick, hey sis, hey bro, I'm gonna need that. Actually, I, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. I don't like when you do that. You know, it's been a couple of times where I've did X, Y, and Z, and I have not got X, Y, Z in the time period that I expected. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to need that next week. You know what I'm saying? And then move with people from there. You don't have to meet them with anger or violence. So when you adhere to your boundaries, that's a really beautiful and healthy thing because it teaches people how to um, how to interact with you. All in all, I know some of you may have grown up to be passive or, um, like I was saying, evasive, avoiding conflict, but it is your job to set healthy boundaries um, in a healthy manner because only you know how things trigger you. Like I said, people are in your brain. If you're not walking in self-love, you may think it's okay not to speak up when your boundaries are crossed, or maybe you don't even realize your boundaries have been crossed, which can lead to resentment and anger. Maybe your friend doesn't return things like I stated when they borrow it. You don't say anything and it happens constantly. And then you blow up and that's what we want to avoid. When you love yourself, you don't wait and worry about what others are going to think about you. What others may say to you because you're thinking and you're protecting and you're caring for self. Again, everyone doesn't know, you know, your boundaries, what makes you comfortable. So you just have to communicate your boundaries. And that would be very much appreciated. And I'm going to be very proud of you. The fourth way is you're living in a state of being grateful. Paired with a shadow work journal should be a gratitude journal. I watched one of my friends really change his life because he had this beautiful journal. I think we were coming out of high school. He used to be this certain type of person, you know, swagged up, doing his shit, popping his shit, you know, smoking, kicking a bubble. And this man turned into a complete damn near Buddha, like... And I just thought that was so beautiful. And um, I was going through a rough time. So I asked, can I borrow his gratitude journal? And just to see the way that he talked about day-to-day life. I'm talking from going to catch the Marta to going to go get a cup of coffee, to eating some ramen noodle, to eating top quality food, to being around his family, to being alone. Like the way he was grateful for everything and manifested the life that he has now and manifested the life that he wanted and the things he wanted to do. It's it's just, it's so powerful. Your tongue is so powerful. Your words are so powerful. Your mind is so powerful. So along with the shadow work, when we're getting this out of our body, we're understanding why we are the way we are. We are understanding our triggers side by side. You need gratitude. Just like, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful to be breathing in this air. I'm grateful for my skin. I'm grateful for this hair that grows out of my head. I'm grateful that, you know, I can see my mom tomorrow. I can see my mom tonight. I can see my dad. I can see my brothers. I'm grateful to have my sense of mind, my personality. I love the way I put my lip gloss on. Like, you just got to be grateful for everything. Be grateful for everything. And whatever you don't want or don't like, you have the power to change it this is your world you're in control so it's living in a state of gratitude instead of just complaining oh i have to do this maybe 
change your words with I get to do this today. And whatever comes, it goes, it flows. And whatever I want to change, I'm in control. So that's just something to really think about. The fifth way is the company that you keep. It's the company you keep petty, bothered, bored, tired. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go there. I don't want to eat that. Oh, my gosh. Girl, bitch. That it. Or are they uplifting and nurturing? I'm proud of you. Wow. Congratulations. Get that. That's what I'm talking about. Man, dang, you're doing your thing, man. I like the way you, you know, are they like that? They don't leave you feeling unworthy. These people don't belittle you. And they don't bring you down. But if they are causing you to feel bad about yourself, you may adapt these patterns. So it's very, very important to mind the company that you keep. Not knowing when to release these people. Not knowing when to change this up because you've known them for so long and... I'm just keeping them around for the sake of it and not, and, and, and not seeing things for what they are. It's going to cause you to deplete over time. It's not going to leave room for genuine connections. It's not going to ro- leave room for you to be happy in life. It's not going to leave room for you to live your best life. So you have to remove these type of energies and put yourself in situations and around people that are more on the energetic level that you want to be on. Number six, no negative self-talk, even as a joke. Words are extremely binding. What we tell ourselves is everything. So when you're saying things like, I'm so stupid, or I look so ugly, or oh my gosh, I'll never be that good. You're saying these things to yourself, so it's going right to your subconscious mind, whether you're saying it as a joke or not. You must always be conscious about the choice of words you use to describe and talk to yourself. When you walk in self-love, you don't say these things as a joke because there's nothing funny about that. And you know you're not these negative images and words, and you know how important it is to feed yourself positivity. Five things that you love about yourself should stay in the subconscious of your mind. You can literally write these down every day. So when you find yourself about to say, I'm so I'm so stupid, you can be like, I'm so goofy. Or, okay, well, you know, I made a mistake. Maybe I I went back and did something that I know, you know, that didn't make sense. And just kind of leave it at that. You don't even have to say that out loud. You're just like, okay. You know, instead of replacing that with I'm so stupid or I'm so, you know, whatever. You're just acknowledging certain things and becoming a little bit more careful there's no negative self-talk and you see you made a mistake and you move different you allow patience with yourself that's the whole point here you allow patience with yourself and grace instead of punishing yourself with these negative words that whether you believe it or not they stick in your subconscious last but not least number seven so people's criticism and opinions don't make you defensive When you know who you are and are self-aware, like when you're walking in self-love and understand that we don't know everything, um, when someone comes to you with their opinion or criticism, you can either choose to take it in in a manner like, hmm, I can understand your perspective even if you don't agree. Thanks. Or, hmm, I can understand your perspective and leave it at that. You're not out to prove anyone right or wrong because you're sure in yourself. Um, the opinions of others are not 
phasing you. Um, but when you're not walking in self-love, you may feel the need to immediately defend yourself or prove someone wrong or get extra aggressive. But that is unnecessary when walking in self-love because you know yourself in and out. You know the good, you know the bad, you know the happy and sad. And the opinions of others do not change or determine how you see yourself. So let's say someone swears a lot about you at work. You can easily get angry. You can get defensive. You can go over there, call her all kind of bitches, hoes, lame ass niggas, et cetera, et cetera. And you confront them and start a scene. And we all know how that can go these days. It gets crazy. But you can really simply let it roll off your shoulders. Be unfazed because you know who and what you are. Um, I've learned that no reaction actually pisses people off. It, it it really gets under their skin and there's nothing they can do about it. Meeting ignorance with silence and completely acting like the person doesn't exist is better than beating the ass or a reaction because you have nothing to prove. So I hope you will take these and start walking in self-love tomorrow. These are all things that they're here with you already. Your soul knows. And this is Hill Soul Reading. My name is Shayla, and I'm just grateful that you guys were divinely guided here. Tune into my podcast. I appreciate you so much, and I hope you have a great day, morning, night.